Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, it is E3 season, which means there are new leaks coming left, right, and center. And one big one being uh, something that started over on Reddit by none, none other than Swine Flu Greg, a great name. <laughs> Swine <laughs> Flu Greg? Swine Flu Greg on the road again. He's just, uh, he's coming flying in. Um, <laughs> putting a Reddit thread out, um, which has been verified by Jason Schreier, um, obviously legitimizing the entire thing. Schreier says that um, it might not all be at E3, but assumedly it's all going to be. Um, these are four new games coming from 2K, uh, including some pretty big things. Um, the first of which being a turn-based Marvel XCOM game. Um, not literally um, an XCOM spin-off, but it is being developed by Fireaxis, so it's going to be mm. XCOM style, um, featuring the Marvel superheroes. Um, and according to the Reddit uh, leak, it says that um, some famous voice actors are voicing the characters, um, which feels like a big old deal because one of the biggest criticisms levied against Square Enix's Avengers um, was that you know it was all just B tier, C tier, knockoff looking people, um, and a lot of people. I mean, that person have much of a problem with that, but I get why you could if you were coming yes. off you know Endgame hype, and then it was like, who the hell are all these guys? Whereas if they can get in the likes of you know Tree Trunk Arms himself, Mr. Hemsworth, then maybe that legitimizes the whole thing. Totally. I mean, you know, when it comes to um, you know adaptations and comic book games, if that's even mm. a thing, superhero games based on. Properties that we all know are like the Avengers. I'm not entirely, you know, for getting the celebrities back in because there's been so many right. times before where you've got like Tobey Maguire in the booth. He just sounds <laughs> bored out of his mind and he's clearly there for <laughs> that <was> paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> I hold the grudge. I love Tobey uh. Maguire. Seems like an alright dude. I even think Spider-Man 3 is okay. His voice acting though, beyond reproach, just that was the nail in my ass. Um yeah, so my point was that I don't always go for that, but like you said, an issue with Marvel's Avengers was that they were so trying to be the MCU without mm. actually being able to commit to using any of the likenesses or any of the voices or anything anything like that. So what you ended up with was this like soulless bootleg version of the movie universe that we love, mm. which just didn't gel with anyone. So I'm no. interested to see what this take would be, who they've actually got to voice it. Maybe they're just some other random celebrities not affiliated with the actual MCU. But um, it sounds interesting. Not what I expected. Not no. necessarily what I'd even want. I'm not a huge XCOM guy, although I know a lot of people do love it. But I'm yep, pleased yep, yep. it exists because when it comes to these franchises, I want to see kind of like different takes on them. I don't just want everything mm. to be a triple A third person semi open world thing. I want, you know, first person shooters. I want these kind of more tactical games. I think that's cool. 
Well, the thing is, I, I adore XCOM, I adore turn-based combat. I can just picture right now picking Cap as my character and envisioning a grid, like it's sort of like a square grid where I'm going to throw the shield and it's going to ping off four different dudes and then I'm, yeah. I'm going to take my turn and it's going to be brilliant. What is your general thoughts on turn-based combat though before we move on? Because I know turn-based stuff does tend to divide people. Um, but interestingly, like, you know, Yakuza, uh, like a dragon, when completed on the turn-based route in their latest game and that has sold so well that the main Yakuza series is going to remain turn-based and yeah. Judgment is going to go full-on action again but do you think there's like a, a little revival going on of turn-based stuff because even Transformers just did their XCOM style game as well yeah definitely I feel like you know there's always going to be a space for it and like any kind of old um, genre will see kind of like peaks and troughs of it and I feel like mm. it is like you say with those games in mind kind of on an uptick in the same way that isometric RPGs were on an uptick like six years ago when they mm. were completely out of fashion and then they all came back thanks to some really great Kickstarter games and now they're kind of in vogue again so yeah mm. I think that would be cool personally again Mm, that kind of combat was never <laughs> something I gravitated towards when I was right. younger. But just because something might not be for me, Scott, doesn't mean that it's bad. It means that someone else can just enjoy it and I can appreciate it from the sidelines. I will give it a go, of course. I'm not just going to go Good. in with these preconceived notions yet. No, no, your little turn-based starter pack should be uh, XCOM, Enemy Within, and Bay of the Old, Mario and Rabbids on Switch. That's the most left-field thing. But I know that, that genuinely that's a really, really good strategy, turn-based um, strategy game. Um, next game that is uh, leaked is Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, a spin-off from Borderlands, um, which might also be called Wonderland, just Wonderlands itself. Um, apparently it's the same style as the Borderlands games, but with multi-class heroes to players. Um, I know very little about Borderlands. Borderlands 3 was pretty much my first Borderlands game that I played for a significant amount of time. The series never click with me but I know that it's a big old deal what's your thoughts on them uh, focusing on Tiny Tina and fleshing her out in specifics it's cool Um, it's funnily enough I'm like halfway through Borderlands 3 at the moment I haven't Mm. played it in about four months I've played it for like 15 hours and then just dropped it but you know (laughs) I really like the game itself I thought I went into it kind of expecting to not really jive with it because I really enjoyed Borderlands 2 but I played it to death and I assumed that Mm. Borderlands 3 was just going to be more of the same which it kind of is but it does feel tighter it is gorgeous and I found myself engrossed in a way I didn't before so Uh I am back interested in this franchise and I think a spin-off on this character is cool I like the name I think that's fun Um, but yeah I suppose I guess it depends what this is going to be is it going to be something Mm. like the pre-sequel which very much felt like this in between sequel this kind of thing that was going to hold us over or is it going to be the start of potentially a whole new gearbox franchise you know a whole different side of this universe that Mm. will get its own sequels and not just you know I wonder if this is their um, answer to hero shooters where they can sort of pick a character and kind of, I mean, obviously they've got multi-class heroes as well, but if they're going to let you play as Tina in maybe like a main campaign, I'm kind of just wondering what the identity of Borderlands is. If you're going to do a spinoff, what do you take from there? What do you carry over? Like, is it going to have, you know, the four-player squad-based stuff? You obviously keep the loot system. Um, But for a second, I was thinking if you played as Tiny Tina, maybe you could flesh out her power set and you could do, that That could be their answer to an Overwatch hero shooter style thing and you could flesh out that side of it. Um, I'm just kind wondering like, what, what differentiates it because I mean I, I didn't I liked Borderlands just, I know I'm ridiculous but I liked Borderlands 3 um, because it actually had like a ground slide I thought that the shooting felt meteor it just wasn't as flowy right. as Borderlands 2 I know that's an insane opinion and a lot of people hate that but um, that was the thing that got me into 3 but I know that overall Borderlands 3 didn't go down very well and it was kind of thought of as just just more Borderlands so like I guess what would you want from like you know this idea of a side series or a fresh take on it like how much would you take from the main series Ooh. and what would you like want them to do 
That is interesting because yeah. I'm playing it now a couple of years later, so I, I'm not I'm out of that ecosystem. I don't know what the reactions to it necessarily were, so I didn't realize. I know that Jules it, is a massive fan, and he was a bit. Uh, and I saw a lot yeah. of just just online people just being like, oh, "We waited so long for it, and it's kind of just more Borderlands." Well, and that is partly why I put it off for the longest time and ended up getting it in the sale like these years later. But mm. um, I think you know, going into this, the fact that it presumably won't have as long as a gap between Borderlands Two and Borderlands. Three. I can't mm. imagine it's going to be a major overhaul. I think, you know, if they bring back that weightier shooting and the fact that the guns in Borderlands 3, at least to me, seemed even more varied than they ever were before. You know, mm. there were always millions of guns, but every time I was picking one up in Borderlands 3, I felt it had, for the most part, you know, some kind of unique function, unique thing that it brought to mm. the table. That more distinctiveness when it comes to the environments, when it comes to the enemies, when it comes to the weapons, I thought that was really cool and kept me engaged. So mm-hmm. for me, I wouldn't mind if it was just more Borderlands, but I, I guess I understand why there's an eagerness for there to be some kind of radical overhaul and radical... Um, change Mm. on the horizon. That's kind of the thing, though, like the amount of, you know, the last few years for uh, Gearbox haven't been the best. Like, you know, all this stuff with uh, Randy Pitchford's wages and, you know, they're laying different people off and they managed to get Borderlands 3 out. But like I said, on the fan side, it was it was just more Borderlands. So I'm kind of curious if they're going to go down the route of, you know, let's let the Borderlands IP sort of rest on the side while we do this other thing. Um, I hope that it has kind of like a confident showing. My question, Scott, right? Yes. Why more Borderlands when they could do more Brothers in Arms? You know? I'm just going to throw <laughs> that out there. Why not? Hell's Highway. I'm, I'm letting you know, right? If anyone has access to an Xbox that has backwards compatibility, that game is like £3 on the UK <laughs> store. And it's brilliant. It's got all the uptick stuff on the Xbox One X, the Series X. It's great. If you want to experience a very good, unique shooter in 2021, Brothers in Arms, 2003's Brothers in Arms is where it's at. And um, next game down is NBA 2K22, uh, or whatever the next NBA game is going to be. We're not going to spend too much time on this. It's more basketball. It's what 2K do very, very well. Um, they backed off a little bit from the casino stuff last year, but I think mm. that they obviously became known for it the year before. Um, and I'm kind of just, I don't know, it's one of those things where you just want to hope that they treat the licenses, the IP, the player base with respect. Um, what do you want from an NBA game at this point, if anything? Well, it's funny, Scott, because, you know, um, I don't play these games, but every year I get excited for the headlines that come out <laughs> to see how severe, like you said, the microtransactions are. What have they messed up? How far have they gone this time? So every release almost comes with a, for me, like a spectrum of damage limitation. How bad... <laughs> Is it going to be? Is Will it they have finally learned their lesson? Yes. Will it be a good game? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just hope that people who like the series aren't getting these horrific systems like shoved down their throat yet again. Hopefully, yeah. it's a good game. Hopefully, it doesn't have these predatory, um, you know, systems in there. And hopefully, for once, they can release an NBA game that has no controversy surrounding it. And I think that's <laughs> too much to ask, genuinely. But maybe a guy can. Help. It's on the wrestling side it took NBA 2K20 to be on fire before they took a step back into Battlegrounds which does make me wonder or secretly hope that if they mess up an NBA game enough they'll do an NBA Street again or they'll do a more arcade right. one and I know that Playgrounds is out there I love bas- basketball games love Playgrounds but it ain't NBA Street it's not even close so it is maybe maybe there's a silver lining if something goes goes down enough that a phoenix can rise from the ashes I just want NBA Street Josh I just want NBA <laughs> Street Volume 2 available right here right now anyway last game is a, a new IP that's currently codenamed Vault, um, which is described in the Reddit post as Cthulhu meets Saints Row, which I don't know how 
want to fully take that? Do they mean Call of Cthulhu? Do they mean like a murder mystery type thing? Do they mean like a you know ethereal sort of weird quality? Do they just mean giant squids? Do they mean open world crime? <laughs> I don't know. But what do you? How do you interpret this phrase? I similarly have been thinking about it all morning because I I don't I don't know. Do they mean it's no. kind of like Lovecraftian inspired? Do they mean the literal thing Cthulhu will be in a Saints Row style just open world in. game? I don't know, but it is a combination of words. That will get me excited. <laughs> <laughs> I could just it's definitely that. a combination of words. It is a combination of words. Um, I'm interested to see what Hangar 13 have been working on, you know, mm. for, for the faults that Mafia 3 had. I thought that its core systems were good, and there was clearly Same. a storytelling um, level of quality in there that could be extrapolated to a big game. I hope they've learned the lessons from that title and don't just have all of these copy and repeat um, systems and all of these mechanics that you have to do over and over again. And yeah, the idea of it being Saints Row, which you can imagine they're going to lead on the wackier side of things, combined with this squid nightmare horror-infused <laughs> Bloodborne-esque vibe, it's mm. it's... It's it's it wouldn't have had it on my 2021 bingo card. I'll tell you that. But I'm here. No, for it. I know that's the thing. Like, so the the Hangar 13 connection is that they have, they're apparently working on a new AAA game or a new project. That was one of their leaked contracts, and people are just sort of joining the dots. Um, because Hangar 13, yeah, Mafia 3 developers are under 2K's wing, and maybe that's what they're doing. Um, but also Mafia 4 has been leaked for a while, or at least that's been talked about for a while. So I don't know if that's yeah. also coming. Um, but like you said, uh, Mafia 3's strongest points were the combat, so maybe that's something that can transfer across. I do. I mean, just let us know what you think, Dan the comments how what kind of venn diagram is cthulhu and saints row <laughs> and what the hell is that like in the middle um but yeah apparently they're going to be showing this off so all of this stuff is targeted for e3 but of course according to jason trier he's not completely sure if all of it will be at e3 but that seems to be the uh, the ongoing conversation um so just let us know what you think for now though i've been scott from whatculture.com i mean josh from whatculture.com and we'll catch you next time Bye. swine flu greg selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, my name is Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic, and I'm excited to talk to you about Club Med. Club Med operates beach and mountain resorts and is the best all-inclusive getaway for families. They have Club Med Punta Cana, their flagship family resort, and many other options in Mexico, the Caribbean, and around the world. Club Med are the pioneers of the all-inclusive concept, which is the best way to vacation. Great for families, groups, or even solo travelers looking for land and water sports, delicious food. Food and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us, call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.